There was like 50 cop cars and a SWAT team and a helicopter and four dogs downstairs waiting for some guy on the 17th floor. Yeah. It was wild. It was yeah, right they now. were like, we can't send a cop unit to you guys because nobody got hurt. This is not priority. Meanwhile, 12 cop cars are next door yep. trying to dr bust this like drug lord. Yep. So I'm like... Gang, welcome back to the channel, the Swaley Channel. This is our first ever podcast. Star and Swaggy, see your host and your other co-host, Bailey Dayton, my wife. Woo, that's me, guys. Everybody yeah. clap, yep. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> this is our first ever podcast. And babe, tell the people why you feel like you wanted to start a Swaley podcast and not just a penthouse as well. Yeah, okay. So um, Swaley podcast had to happen because I feel like when Swag and I got together, everybody knew the dynamic of our relationship. Everybody understood that we were like besties. And then him and I both kind of started our separate brands and we neglected the Swaley gang, the people that love us and understand us. So now we have to talk and we also have a different aspects of our relationship that y'all don't see. So y'all like to be nosy. We know y'all like to be nosy. So we just going to let you in. No, we know y'all like, like to be nosy because the last time we did a video on this channel, Y'all found our marriage certificate. Yo, and, and leaked we, it. Y'all leaked it. We didn't yeah, even tell the world we were married. That was disrespectful. That's probably why. Yeah. That's, that's why we took that, a break. That's probably why we, we took, took a, a two-year break. Yeah, that's disrespectful. We got married, and a random fan searched Jackson County, like, Missouri Missouri website, and was like, yo, Swaggy and Bailey have a secret. They had a yeah. whole five-page article, and I was like, no, nah, I can't. And it, like, spread like wildfire. We had, like... Uh, networks hitting us up like you guys are married and we're like yo it's really not that deep we just got a, a certificate we never had a ceremony thanks never to y'all yeah so this is why that like obviously the world knows you know you're pregnant right now <gasps> but do they this is why yeah they do this is coming out <laughs> after you know what i mean this episode's coming out after but this is why i wanted to keep it a secret you know and i wouldn't be surprised if somebody tried to leak this as well and see this in public so yeah neither here nor there we feel like we wanted to come back to give you all the best content we're giving you guys world. another chance and the best possible <laughs> way no for real because we love our sway the gang and it just got a little bit too crazy but we want you guys to know we love you so yeah we're and gonna i feel be like in in that time the two years which we're going to talk about right now i feel like we've grown so much and i feel like they deserve to see it all yeah and i feel like uh we've gotten to a point in a place with creativity and storytelling that i feel like nobody in the space that we're in. Talk about it. Creates better content Period. than us. I, I firmly believe nobody creates better content than us. So it's time to uh, put our money where our mouth is. So we are in LA. Obviously we are back here and I'm, we've had a lot of conversation and discussions on the pressure you feel while living here. Yeah. Why do you feel so much pressure in LA? And we've had conversations about you going back and forth on being a stay-at-home wife because we're good financially, but also I'm an individual and I have gifts of my own. I want to yeah. do my own thing sometimes. One, I feel um, pressure living in L.A. because I'm, one, an, an empath, so I feel all the energy around me in L.A. is very hectic. So with all of, you know, like – even like it's weird but like there's kind of a spirit of depression that comes in LA there's all these people trying to prove themselves so there's a spirit of just like 
overcompensation and it gets like heavy sometimes. I'm from Missouri, so I also come from like the suburbs where it's peace and I lived on a lake and I like to be in nature and we live downtown LA, so concrete is not like my thing. Um, but also too, uh, I did have a career of my own and in the best possible way. Like I graduated from, you know, a really awesome school. I modeled on my own. I started, you know, like my pageantry journey. I like hit my career achievement. And then there's a point where it's like, okay, now you're going to be a wife. But for me, being a wife doesn't mean, okay, you don't exist anymore. Your, your job is to serve your husband, which Correct. I will do. But I also have stuff to do. So I have gotten a lot of people being like, your husband lets you post pictures like that? My man is hyping me up. What you talking about? You know? Yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. the balance and the pressure of people judging me has been harder in LA. Like people back home in Missouri don't understand it. People here in LA are like, you're married. Ew. So I just have to find like my own lane. Yeah, you know, people have this misconception of marriage. And I understand because like there's different guys and different girls out there. But again, people don't know that, you know, I've told you you can do whatever you want. Period. If, like you want to stay at home and travel every single day and never work again in the end of your life, you can do that. Yeah. If you want to do your own thing and create movies, I'll fund it and do whatever you want. Yeah. And um, that's obviously the beauty of, of having, you know, a partner instead of doing everything uh, yourself. But LA is kind of crazy because it feels like they make you feel like if you're not at like a function or a party, you're missing out. And then, like, but everybody's all fake here. All these Ooh. influencer Ooh. events and people will be talking and stuff. So, it's, yeah, it's crazy. people don't even really like each other. And I think that's the frustrating part because it's like, y'all really want me to get dressed and leave my house, yeah. my peaceful house, yeah. to come and socialize with you. And y'all don't like it? No, nah, it's not happening. Which was probably a small factor, but a factor in us leaving L.A. and going to Texas. Yeah. Um, the other factor was like taxes and like not wanting to be spending so much money on two penthouses in mm -hmm. downtown L.A., especially with the lack of security we get here, which Ooh. we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um. How did you feel about Texas and not the state in general, but just the experience? Because for those who don't know on the Sway the Gang channel, we decided to leave L.A. and move to Texas, which you can see on Secure the Swag only right now. Um, and we decided to move back. So um, yeah, tell them what happened. Yeah. If you guys are not caught up to date on like what's everything Swayly, make sure you guys are watching the episodes because a few episodes of Swayly Gang have come out by now. And you can see it on Secure the Swag and even like old Bailey, Bailey Daily episodes. But I'm actually really sad because I thought Texas was going to be a happy medium for us. We were about to build a house. Texas is like, you know, not as slow as Missouri, but not as fast as L.A. So I thought it was going to be a happy, happy place for us. But we had some shady things happen on multiple fronts. And it just wasn't a good fit, especially for Swag, because he's such a city boy. So now I really don't know what we're going to do and, like, what our future even looks like because I had this dream, you know, since I was little of, like, okay, when I'm getting married, I'll get a cute little house and we'll live in the suburbs and I'll have my kids. And then I marry this, like, city-ass husband. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not having that. So I don't know what the future looks like. Yeah, no, the suburbs is cool. It's just we were, like, too deep in the suburbs. <laughs> and I had no friends. And <laughs> I wasn't relating to nobody out there, especially with my chains and my car. Like, nobody. You said you went to the you said you said went to the play basketball and you had a do-rag on. You Bro, I had a do-rag on. Yeah. People looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just didn't feel comfortable there. Um, but most importantly, we weren't getting our house, which was the biggest reason why we moved there. You know, like, for... <sighs> For six, seven million dollars out here in Los Angeles, you can get something nice in Studio City, but you're not going to get a compound. But in Texas, we had a 23,000 23, square, square foot, feet. literally mansion, like yeah. a palace. Like we had literally two different places. We had our mansion, and then we had a big our compound workout facility. workout facility. Literally, yeah. the, the Swayley facility with like a inside NBA regulation <laughs> basketball court, 
30 like square it's crazy I had my hot yoga studio guys we had the mma house. ring we i'm had so sad yeah, oh, yeah we had everything in there only for then to come back here and it's like frustrating because it's, it's like like this sounds like like first world problems dead ass and i'm it so does, sorry it does, it like does, i'm it does, not trying to sound like a crazy for us to be like well we had to move back into our penthouse like no it no sounds bad. It's, yeah, it sounds I know, terrible I know. but it's also like no i'm standing on that because I thought this chapter had closed, and I really did. Like, we peaced out of LA. I was cool. Didn't even say bye to nobody. I've no no going away party. I'm out. And then yeah. just to have to turn around and come back, it's just like okay, a little frustrating. Yeah, no, I wanted the house, and to this day, I still want a a mansion like that because, you know, a situation happened last night that caused me to be like, yeah, I gotta get the hell up out of here. Oh yeah, yeah let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. No, so, um. Me. Let me set the me scene. Me and you. You can Let set, me set the, scene. the scene. I had the most <laughs> perfect day, guys. So long story short, you guys will have seen. Um, eventually, we had our gender reveal this weekend, okay? So then Chris never sleeps with me. And because, let's do this. Not That sounds weird. But Chris never goes to I'm sleep working. at I'm the working. same time I'm as working. me yeah, yeah, yeah. because he likes to work at night. So by the time I'm waking up, he's just getting in bed. So this beautiful night, we're having a great time. I'm sleeping. I can feel, you know, his arm as I'm sleeping. And at 2.30 in the morning, I get a ring on my phone and the security guards panicked. They're like, hey, Bailey, somebody just hit your car. Get down here right now. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, they did exactly that. We came downstairs and her car was messed up. Like her license plate was <laughs> off and like, She's parked right, like, next to a wall, right? And somebody hit the car, and the car, like, pushed, pushed into to the, the wall. wall. So her back part of her car is all messed up. And there was a pole behind a me. Pole the pole behind- is on the ground. There's a puddle of fluid. Like, it's just a mess. It was a mess, and we were very upset. But what happened was, apparently, the guy who hit the car, something was leaking from their car. It was um, Freon. Yeah. So the guy, and this is the crazy part. It was not a tap. This guy literally it was bulldozed my car. And then I'm sure he, it's like, you can, oh, I'm going to show pictures too. Because you can literally see him trying to back up and rearrange. And then he hit my car again the second time. And it was nothing but Freon leaking from his car, my car to his car. So we caught the man. We caught him. But he wasn't there. What's crazy is that like. We had to track. The, the Freon, story. like literally on the floor, Nancy you could true. track from where her car was all the way in a circle and it was a whole pattern <laughs> up until the parking spot. Like he, he didn't think it to get a broom or a mop, something like he did not cover his he tracks. Was sauce. He was lit. He That's was what I'm saying. Sauce. He yeah. goes upstairs and like two hours later and then all of a sudden we get a call and then they're like, okay, we see it's clearly tracked here. We're going to call the person who has this car. They call the man. He comes downstairs and immediately he starts laughing. Like smirking so like an evil, me, like yeah, evil person. Me, DJ, and Bailey just start going off on him. Off, off, Mostly off, me. Off. Mostly me. Mostly you. But no, we were all going off up until the point he said I wasn't even driving. So y'all yelling for no reason. Once he said that, I kind of calmed down. Cause I was like, okay, then who was driving? And then he said, oh, I own a rental company and somebody rented from me and he hit the car. But now he's upstairs in my room. And he's, he's scared, like, to, scared come to come down. Yeah. So me, as a liable owner, I'm gonna come down and trying to make the make the things right. I think it was lying the whole time. First he was of all. lying the he whole was time. Lying the but let, time. also let me back up because the first thing I was on edge from the moment he came down because he came down smirking and smiling, and the first thing he said was, "I was like, why are you why are you smiling? Who are you?" And he was like, "This ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just being nosy." And so I'm like, "What are you yeah, even here for?" I started pressing him at that point up until the point he said. Yeah, he admitted well, to I, why I, he was coming. Exactly. I didn't hit the car. Somebody else did. Long story short, 
maybe 20 minutes later, I have Bailey go upstairs because, um, again, she's pregnant, so she, she shouldn't be. I de- forgot. And that, you know what, stuff. guys? We got to talk about that, too, because I really forgot. Like, your emotions come at you so quick to where I had DJ and Chris being like, yo, chill out. And I'm like, why are they mad at me? Like, I clearly am. Why are you guys yelling at me? And then I was like, oh, okay. You're right. Let me calm down. Yeah, I wanted to send her upstairs so we can deal with it ourselves. <laughs> and then we got into a loud argument with the guy. Um, but then he started to threaten us, you know, oh, he, yeah. he started to threaten us. He literally said, and you know what, guys, this is crazy too. This guy was bold. You could tell he was drunk because he was all of five, four. Yeah. He, he was very, very short. <laughs> no, very, very God. short. Y'all think I'm like, he was, nah, five, he was very four. short, but the issue is he had a gun on him. Oh, he did. The security guard said he had oh, a gun no. on his hip, which i never saw. I That's never knew terrible. that. But the security guard this morning when I was with him, so yeah, now nah, I saw the gun on his hip. He literally told me, well, DJ was in his face, like yelling at him, like about the fight. Cause we yeah. all know DJ's MMA fighter. DJ's, and ha- DJ's hands are DJ's registered. Hands is registered. You know what I mean? It's very serious. Yeah, he's a real fighter. But the guy was looking at him was like, yo, you don't know who I am. I'm with this gang. I got a gun with me right now. This would be a last day breathing. I'll gun yeah, you down right like, now. Like, I'll have my, my people come gun you down tomorrow. Bro, it's, it, was like, t- it was crazy. But it's like, where's the apology? First of all, uh, it, exactly. You hit my Where's the apology? He comes down drunk. He's drunk, making threats, saying he'll kill us. And mind you, like, back to the original point, something like this which was last night, is like a wake-up call mm-hmm. on we should not be in downtown LA. I don't care how beautiful this penthouse is at this point, even though I love it and it's my favorite place. It's like we pay way too much money to be dealing with that, especially because one of our – Dustin, one of our videographers, his car got broken into. Poor thing. Like, it, it's like right? th- th- there's no reason no why said. our team should come here and be like, okay, am I good by the time I get back to my car? And now I, now yeah. I feel like that. No facts. You know and I mean? that's what I'm saying. And it's guarded. It's like we have a gate. We have security guards. So the fact that they're they like overwhelmed. Care. Yeah. Like our security guards were like trying to fight this guy. It's just like, no, no, no. Yeah. We got to get up out of here. So there has to be some type of medium because it's going to look crazy on security swag and the Swaley show and, and whatever. Where it's like we just got back to the penthouse. We're moving. Now we're going to Sherman Oaks <laughs> or Beverly Hills. <laughs> we getting about it here. But you know also, I mean? though, tell the people how many times we've been married for three years next week. How many times have we moved in these three years? We've moved seven times. In seven times. Yeah. That's that's not normal. We've moved seven times. Now, all seven times wasn't because of safety. <laughs> like five of those times was because we started making more we money. It's like, nah, I want to pick a place. Better place. Better place. Better place. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, nah, this time is literally for safety and security, and it's like, I don't know. And we're not time. even including, like, the shows even on. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm not including moving to Prague and all that stuff as well, but it's it's wild because we go downstairs to the security guards, and they're just like, yeah, y'all don't know what's going on. We got a, a mob here, a mafia here. No, we had a drug floor. bust this morning. I'm not even going to talk to you about that because oh that, was, that was a mess. There was, like, 50 cop cars and a SWAT <laughs> team and a helicopter and four dogs downstairs waiting for some guy on the 17th floor. Yeah. It was wild. It was crazy. Well, I wasn't going to talk about it. I'm going to say that because that was wild, bro. Like, I just say, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get your car fixed, and they're like, oh, we, don't, we can't deal with yeah, that Yeah, right they now. were like, we can't send a cop unit to you guys because nobody got hurt. This is not priority. Meanwhile, 12 cop cars are next door yep. trying to dr- bust this, like, drug lord. Yep. So I'm like, no. And then to cap the story off, I can't the guy runs off. Alexis. You know what I mean? He yeah. goes to the seventh floor and drives off. As so soon as we, because no he was like, you don't need any cops. You don't need cops. I'll just pay you under the table. I own a body shop. We're like, no. Then my man gets to the seventh floor and leaves. There's no... There's a fake number. There's yeah. a fake insurance Meanwhile, card. Meanwhile, the car is gone this morning. So at this point, the car is gone. The car is gone. Wow. <laughs> you didn't know that? I did not know that. I didn't <laughs> go downstairs. Yeah, it's not there. Oh, wow. They probably going to take that car to the shop so we can't identify The license plate has changed. It's all. It's, it, it's that's gone. what I'm saying. Oh, my God. It's crazy. 
Yeah, so meanwhile, anyways, wow. needless to say, wow, um, this crazy. is the reason why downtown LA is just probably not a good fit for us. Like, I think when before we had a child in my baby belly, then it was fine because we don't care. But now that it's like, I'm not about to be pushing my stroller in the parking lot with these drunk people. Not at all. Well, ideally, where would you like to live when it comes to our baby or the lifestyle you'd like to give uh, our baby? Like, I, okay, no, you tell me because this is the problem. I told you I had a, a, a picture in my head yes. and now that's out of the window. Well, the, the picture would have been fine if... <laughs> Like in in Dallas, if we were at the Ritz Carlton, oh. that was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, state. beautiful place we should have moved to. We decided to move to Plano, Texas, to be close to the mansion, and that didn't work out, so right. it turned me off to Dallas. But I'm not opposed to uh, the suburban life. Um, the issue is I want like different places now. Like I want to live in Puerto Rico. I want to have a place in Los Angeles. I want to have a place in Kansas City. You know your family. I want to have a place in Greenwich, Connecticut, where I'm from. And um, it just depends on what comes first. You mm -hmm. know, is the Beverly Hills, the Sherman Oaks, Encino, Calabasas, is that move first and then it's Puerto Rico or whatnot. But I think the safety of our child obviously is very, very important. And that comes first. Look at you. Great, well, great parent. You feel me? You feel me, yeah. right? Like, come That's on, man. Got wow. So proud of you. So let's talk about, uh, let's switch over and talk about motherhood and fatherhood and pregnancy. So Ooh. how do you feel? and give them the real on like everything that's been going on so far when it comes to pregnancy um, because they may not know right now motherhood is serious but in a great way so i always wanted to be a mom that's that's first so a lot of people are like oh my god like it's are you okay yeah definitely wanted to be a mom just was not sure when that would happen so the fact that it's happening now i feel very grateful for um morning sickness disgusting not interested zero stars boo-boo throwing mm -hmm. tomatoes um I did not like that. I really wish that somebody would have given me like more of a warning of like what that looks like because I don't throw up. Like that's just like not my thing. So I felt like I was having to fight vomit for like six weeks. Yeah, and course. I did not puke. Of course. Snaps to me. Of I don't course. do that. <laughs> but it was real hard. Like, you know, so I didn't like that. But as soon as the morning sickness kind of wore off, I feel like pregnancy has been a lot better. Like, my energy is getting back better. Lots of sleeping. Mood swings are on 12. And I'm so sorry for that. Okay. Uh, you know, like, it's just very interesting. But now I have to start thinking. It's not only like, oh, I have a nursery to get ready. And then, you know, family to build. Where are we going to live? How am I going to raise my child? Like, there's just so many things I have to think about. You know, yeah, is there anything you're looking forward to the most when it comes to like this entire process or having a baby, or is it just the fact that this you have a kid? So crazy, okay. This Don't say birth, baby. I thought you were about to say that. Who says that? You said this sounds I'm crazy. I'm not saying okay. birth. Okay, Are you kidding it? me? I'm getting past that. I actually just want a friend. I know that sounds so crazy, but like now I have my own little personal friend and yeah. I don't have to worry about having hanging out with anybody else. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. just have my own friend. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Yeah. What are your thoughts on um, actual birth? You know, we've been doing a lot of research <laughs> and like on hospitals and stuff. Um, okay. This is going to get really serious. Yeah. I'll make stop it quick. laughing. This, no, this, <laughs> not, this is really serious. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so for the people who don't know, I'm very, like, into um, just education, holistic wellness, and I don't play when it comes to my body. So the main thing that I wanted people to know is that um, black women mortality when it comes to childbirth is a really serious thing, especially in hospitals, because one right now, um, even before the pandemic, um, like, the voices of black women weren't being heard when it came to childbirth. They felt like our pain tolerance was higher with, like, no genetic proof that that's even true. So they would allow things to happen to us that would lead to women and children dying. So I already wasn't uncomfortable. Like, I already was uncomfortable with that. Secondly, the pandemic 
made most hospitals short-staffed. So now they rush women in and out of the birthing rooms of, if you don't have your baby at a certain time, mm-hmm. we're just going to cut you open. Mm-hmm. Y'all got me messed up. Yeah. We're not cutting nothing nowhere. That's not um, so now Swag and I are kind of on this journey of considering um, at-home birth, which also means non-medicated birth. And that's a whole different thing where I'm like, if I have a child without any drugs, you're not going to be able to tell me anything about life because I just am going to feel like a beast, which is exciting. But at the same time, that means like I will have to have a baby possibly at home in a birthing tub. Swag wants to get in it with me. Like there's just a lot of things to where people, it's not as simple. It's like, okay, I'm having a baby. Let me go to the hospital. Like I have to prepare. It's like a marathon. Yeah, no. And reading like all the horror stories when it comes to like you know hospitals and in and out and rushing and yeah. just giving you an epidural or like induce like inducing is what it's called. Yeah, like forcing you. Yeah. So the drugs that they give you, crazy. forcing you. There's uh, C sections. There's. Um, I didn't know. So when you said about C sections as well, there was a story or something. I said that like sometimes people don't even need the C section. C section. The time is just running out, and they need to get them out the room. They need the room. That is wild. Yeah. So the crazy part is this. So. And this is, I'm like learning, like birthing process, sometimes contractions stall. So you dilate a certain inches and then your body might get stressed out and stall. So at the hospital, if you dilate seven inches and then, you know, you go a few hours without dilating the rest, they're just going to cut you open because they're tired of waiting. Mm. Versus if you have a baby naturally, you just let your baby continue to dilate on its own time. time. There's no reason to rush it. Like there's nothing wrong with you. But the hospital thinks surgery, surgery, surgery. So they're like, we need to operate. And it's like, y'all need backup. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I think that may be the, the path we go. Um, to the people out there, do you recommend practicing? Yeah, people, here go. people who have been pre- Yeah, me. Uh, it's so funny because it's like one a necessary evil. Like, it's not, I'm not going to give it zero stars, um, but it's about a good one and a half right now. Out of ten. It's a one, out of yes, ten. Exactly. Yeah, because it's a necessary evil. I would like to have a child. But am I, though, like an enthusiast that's like, I love being pregnant. I feel so beautiful. No, no you don't. Why are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you lying? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I, I've told you this several times that I think this is, I want more kids, but I think this is the only child you should be carrying. Yeah. Like, Swag was, like, actually mad at me. Like he was I was like, very upset. Yeah, like, baby, I don't like this. I don't like seeing you like this. You, why are you even doing this? If anything happens to I you. I told Bailey like that pissed. from the beginning, before we even got pregnant, that we should have done surrogacy. But I wanted to carry, though, and like, I know. that's the you, hard you, part. You wanted to carry one, but then you also said you were open to surrogacy. But then, like, your mom said, kept saying, the first one got to be yours. Yeah. And then why do parents the, shame us? Can we I talk don't know. about that? We'll talk about that. After, yeah, I have it right yeah. here as well. But literally in the third or fourth week, you're like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. Like, we're definitely going to surrogate next time. And obviously, you feel better now, but... How do you feel now about the second and third child? Maybe fourth or I feel like third. if I, and like this is like no shade towards um, anybody because I'm open-minded, so y'all don't throw shade at me. I feel like if I can be like, hey, yo, surrogate, let's pop in some twins, call it a day, call I'm it a done. Day. Like done. I, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Like, done. Then that way we'll have three and then we can really just get it over with. But for me to carry two more children or twins, no, I, I've seen why uh, Nick and Priyanka did it and uh, Kim Kardashian did it and stuff. Because it's like, one, obviously it hurts. And I, I'm obviously seeing you go through this process. <laughs> but like, also, it's like you have the ability to really still live your life and do what you need to do. And somebody yeah. can, you know, carry for you. And then they can obviously be an integral part if they want or if you want or not at all. But it's just like here, <laughs> like at the nine month mark. Yeah. And you don't go through any of the I symptoms. And they get paid a good amount. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I just seem smart. 
Uh-huh. Like, hey, listen, I like that you're open. I really like, that's another thing. Like, I am happy to have married a man that does not put, like, the social pressures on me of, like, well, you, you're not even a real mom if you don't carry your child. Like, that stuff people really say to people. I know. So I'm happy that you are giving me options because I don't want to be forced in, like, a box on any front. No, so. for sure. And it depend- it's the same because uh, one of my friends was saying that um, he thinks he's done with, like, kids, but he may want one more, but he thinks he's done. But since he thinks he's done, he wants his girl to get like her two sides. Is that was oh called or like, God. right. And it's just like, bro, why don't you get like zipped up? You know what I mean? But he was like, nah, I see my uncle. He walk around like this That's the whole time. It's, but you know what I mean? Like, it's but just also, gotta be though, open let's about talk it. about that. I want to know for the, the guys that are watching this, because I know you guys are watching this. Um, why y'all so selfish? Because, uh, no, for real, a vasectomy for a man is a snip, snip, two-week healing process. A tube tie for a woman is they cut us open, they burn our tubes together so that we can never produce a child again, and then we have to heal for six to eight weeks. There's why no... you being selfish? And, <laughs> and let me finish, because a vasectomy is reversible. Yeah, you know? know? Like, why y'all playing games? Yeah, it's reversible, whereas, like, for girls, it's not. I remember, like, Neo, you know, that with his yeah. girlfriend got Yo, her that tube was tied, tragic. That was and then tragic. he broke up with her, and now she can't yeah. have kids with nobody else in the future you know yeah, what i mean I, I, don't, I think from doing my research i don't think girls should get their suicide only because you may change your mind whereas like a guy you can get a vasectomy and then you can have sex and come inside whoever you want you're good and all of a sudden <laughs> if you want to have kids go to back to the doctor and yeah, tell them reverse and it I, yep undo it so i don't know i just think a lot of guys just don't like Tristan Thompson, they just don't understand. They just don't Tristan understand. Thompson, they just don't understand. They just don't understand at all. He's getting girls pregnant left no, and right. Don't no, understand. real talk. I don't know why he didn't do the the thing. I don't understand. He makes beautiful children. He does. Though. You know what I mean? But um, let's go back to what you were saying earlier about pressures from your family um, or just society in general. Do you think that obviously played a part in the pregnancy or just where you are in your current situation yes. right now? Yes. And um, – my mom won't hate listening to this, and I don't care because I want her to know. That I don't care, Robin, Robin Dayton. Dayton <laughs> you need to know because she is like, like my mom and Chris's mom later, my mom for years since we got married. Are you guys working on my grandbabies? Where are my grandbabies? Da, 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 da. Like it was very like happy, you know, like and even like, well, your dad's getting old. You know, we're getting old. Are we ever going to have grandchildren? And it was frustrating because I would say to her, I'm like, mom, I'm the youngest kid you know, of your daughters. And she's like, well, you're the only one that's married. Your sisters are not dating anymore. That ain't our fault. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why are you putting this pressure on me? So it's crazy because it's like we got that pressure. And then Swag's mom turned 50. She's 51 now. And so she's like, well, boo, I thought I was going to have grandkids before 50. but Yeah, but she would so, say that like maybe once a year. No, like, Or maybe, no. maybe once or twice. She said, it, she said it a little bit more after she turned 50, you know. So then it was just kind of like, Okay. Nah, I felt way more pressure from her There's definitely more pressure from because my Because, like, your grand, like, obviously your grandparents, and then, obviously, your mom kept saying it over and over again. She's yeah. about to be 60. And, and my grandparents died really young. They died really so young. So, there was, like, okay, we have to have children. And if your, if your parents are, like, about to be 60, and then we have kids, we wait through the years, they're going to be 63, nine months. Yeah, we were calculating, like, okay, well, if we wait till he's 30, they're going to be this old. And it's just, like, I don't know. I think that definitely played a big part in us. Because I remember when we first got married, and then the second year, and even a little bit into the third year, we were like, yo, we are waiting until we're 30, 32, 33. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I think the pressure got to you. Because we had a conversation that wasn't recorded, but I wish it was recorded. But it was before we had our team where I was just like, yo, like, 
Oh yeah, Swag was Swag came to me on um it was actually just really sad. I I cried because he came to me on a vulnerable moment of just like, "Hey, like I'm happy you're pregnant, but like this put a lot of pressure on me and it it wasn't planned. I really wish we could have planned it." Yeah, because I felt like I was forced to uh or forced and rushed to get you. No, realistic. We had yeah. this conversation. I felt like due to all the pressures from like your family um it kind of like messed with your mind a little bit about wanting to get pregnant. And I felt like it kind of, like I said, I felt forced to get pregnant as opposed to, yo, we have a plan. Like my plan was obviously to have like, let's say 20 million in the account and we got this house and boom, 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 we're good. All right, cool. And obviously you can never plan a pregnancy, but I just felt like really, really off guard. And obviously like I had to have done it because I play a part in uh, sex, obviously, mm -hmm. but just what hearing it over that? and over again, like we need to get pregnant, we need to get pregnant or y'all should get pregnant. Y'all have, it's just like, then we actually are pregnant. Now I'm very, very happy. But that first two weeks, it was like, yo, like, th <laughs> this was really, really, really forced and rushed. You know, yeah. because it's different if we kept saying, at this age, we want to have kids. Literally for three years straight, we said we do not want to have kids for years. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I want to have kids. And then, like, two months later, we're pregnant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of where I was when we first, first got pregnant. But obviously, Yeah, I'm, and also for happy. the people, too, we got pregnant really quick. So we got pregnant a month after I got off of birth control. So it wasn't like, I think people it's hard because it's different for each person. We had a couple friends that have been trying for six, seven for months. Sure. I have a couple friends that are like, it took us a year to get pregnant. So I kind of was like, Oh, we will, you know, like try. And then we tried and it worked. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's just hard. I know. I, like I said, I'm happy now. Everybody keeps saying it's going to be the biggest blessing of our lives. I'm happy. I just wanted to tell the people that where we were our first week or two because we have not posted. True, but years, you're like you know? never allowed to tell our child that like, yeah, mom and dad didn't plan you. Oh, I, no. I, I'll tell. Why? What? <laughs> I was told I was an accident. <laughs> that's rude. That's not rude. That's like, <laughs> that's, I'm not supposed to be here. That's a you no for me? me, baby. No, no I'm not. I'm, I want my child to I'm know. not going to tell them because they weren't an accident. They were mm -hmm. kind of rushed. They were uh, but not an accident. just a, a, a plan. So, babe, to kind of uh, switch topics for a second, tell the people um, exactly what you hope to come from this podcast and our Swayley show, who you hope to interview and talk to, and what topics you hope to cover. Entertainment, fun. I want us to build a community, and I want us to get, like, closer together, especially because you guys have only seen TV version of Swag and um, Bay. You haven't seen, like, the at-home version, That's really. That's You've only seen, like, CBS contract. Yeah, like, you've seen our MTV professionals. Professionals. Yeah, yeah you know fact. what I'm saying? You haven't seen at-home. And so it's, like, even though it makes me, like, a little cringe, I want to talk about weird stuff with you guys. Like, we've never talked about sex, but, like, you guys clearly know, like, you know? And then it's, like dating single people like i want to talk about literally every single thing sure. I, I i don't want there to be like any boundaries because i feel like never any. if we're like really friends yeah. we should talk about stuff no for sure i, I think that's gonna scare a little bit of the sweaty gang you know oh what I, mean? I think people are gonna be like this be is shook. not what we asked for it's, from you especially the other, okay. i think our fans will like it like the people who subscribe to on the sweaty gang channel i think the other people in the community from that reality pool of community gonna look at us like we're crazy that's okay we're, we're, we're sharing more than their faves or anybody else in the world. You know what I mean? So I just want to be open. I haven't heard that in a long anything. time. Your faves. Right? <laughs> Your faves. Your faves can never. Um, um. Yeah. Uh, not any and everything. I don't think there should be any boundaries. And I compare it to Red Table Talk where they literally talk about everything. There's nothing that's on the table. Um, and I don't know how to start. Kind of yeah. So well. that's what I want. I just want us to open up a conversation and dialogue for us to grow together and to really let you in. Because one thing I don't do is fake influence. And I hate being on the socials and I feel like I can't be myself. Okay. So I just want you guys to, to know what's going on mm -hmm. so that nobody's even surprised anymore. Um, 
Secondly, the Swaley gang, uh, you guys saw Secure the Swag and you saw um, Bailey's World and both of those like shows really did well. And so I got a lot of feedback that they wanted to see content of me and Swag. I want couples. I want singles. I want, you know, business people. We want like real talk. Like I want sex gurus. I want financial gurus. I want pre you know and it doesn't have Not to be I'm saying it doesn't have to be couple stuff like me and swag are both separate humans and it doesn't like i don't know I, the whole like coupley podcast thing that the it's not going to be cute and love advice every not week. At all. It's just not. not at all. You're We're going gonna to talk get... about the metaverse. <laughs> we're going to talk about whatever we want. Yep. WWE if we want to. Like, we're going to talk about whatever we want. And that's the best part about our relationship is that we're friends first. So I, this whole couples boot camp, you might get like an episode or two. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right now, this is probably going to be the only couple let's talk. You know, but no, like realistically, <laughs> we're going to have a, a wide range. We're going to go from potentially Grant Cardone on a financial yeah. point to like Tiana Trump and oh, Abella Danger. You know what I mean? Like porn stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to, I would like to interview a porn star. I know, but I'm saying going from that to like a family member to like my brother who may be single, doesn't really like believe in love like that to like, Aww. you know what I mean? So it's just like, there's going to be a, a wide range of people who's going to be on this I show. I didn't know he didn't believe in love like He that. does, but you know what I mean? He keeps saying for him to fall in love, you got to kick him in the head. Yeah. Like a punk kick from Randy Orton. Like realistically, yeah. like, you got to really kick him in the head. Off you know what of mean? a ladder. Like, <laughs> like something <laughs> for him to fall in love. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, so we want to include just all of it, like, you know, and I don't want there to like just no limits. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of the Swaley Gang podcast, and um, we will come back to you next week with another one. But tune into the Swaley show that should be dropping in a few days Woo! as well. Appreciate you guys. <laughs>